Hello and welcome to the Financial Independence UK podcast. Join your hosts, Tom and Alex, as we talk about wealth creation, financial planning and personal development, specifically for the UK. Hello, good people, and welcome to another episode of the Financial Independence UK podcast. This is episode four. Tom is here with me, and our topic today is ethical investing. So, Tom, if you could say hello, and we will crack on. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I've been looking forward to have this out, have this one out with you. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting episode, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, a quick review of what we're going to do. I'm going to come at this from the point of an ethical investor, so somebody who wants to invest their money very kind of ethically that aligns with their values. Tom's going to come at it from a more traditional approach. And we're going to go from there and see what comes out. So we've been kind of brainstorming this for a little bit of time. My kind of thoughts and feelings on it is if you're going to invest some money, it's a good idea. And if you are going to invest it, it should be something that aligns with you as a person, who you are, um, and the values that you hold. For example, for myself, I work in the medical field in the UK. And if I were to say invest all my money in tobacco production to make cigarettes and something, the links to that health issues are well known. I wouldn't be particularly comfortable with that. So I would look to invest my money in a more, in an ethical way that suits kind of my values. Tom's going to come at it from a more traditional approach and we're just going to see what happens from there. So yeah, so this is something that I hadn't given too much thought on until Alex phrased the question to me a couple of weeks back. And I noticed that it was becoming more and more popular, this idea of ethical, sustainable investment. For example, big companies such as Vanguard now got these ethical investment funds where, as Alex pointed out, they don't invest in things that are dangerous to health or perhaps their um, quite sort of seedy activities like weapons dealings and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's important to note that you can you can screen kind of for these things now. It's also called socially responsible investing. So you can either screen out companies that you don't want to invest in, or you can positively screen in the companies that you do want to invest in. So that's an important thing to know. It might take more work from you rather than just banging your money in an index fund and leaving it to grow. But if that is more in line with your values, then it might be worth kind of putting in a little bit of extra research and kind of going from there. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that as an investor, you have to consider the main point of this, which is do you value returns or do you value the sustainability and ethics of your portfolio? And I don't think necessarily that one comes without the other. I just think that you have to be careful that your portfolio isn't so ethical that you're missing out on returns and isn't sort of so focused on returns that you're perhaps doing some things that you wouldn't agree with had you know exactly what is involved in the portfolio itself. Yeah, I do agree. That's a good point. I think we do need to strike a balance with it. So we need, or ideally, we'd like to be making money using our money, but we also need to sleep at night. So I wouldn't feel comfortable investing all my money into bullet manufacturing or something um, or any other kind of military thing. Um, I'd much rather keep it a bit more balanced. So I'm happy that the money's growing, but I can also be happy in the knowledge that the companies are not using it for uh, kind of illegitimate gains and things to do with war or anything anti-health from my kind of medical point of view. 
Another kind of important thing to note is if we are doing it kind of on, on an ethical way, it's we're looking at the breakdown of the particular fund that we're looking at. Is it 99% one ethical company, um, which would put you at a bit more risk than having a good spread of other, other companies to invest in? And are you kind of moving more towards choosing your own investments like stock picking? Because you're then choosing kind of the funds that you do want to screen in rather than just letting um, a bigger investment company screen them out for you. I think that this is one of my biggest problems per se with ethical investing is that as an advocate of index fund investing, the whole purpose of my investment strategy is to spread it as evenly as possible across the whole market. And I think if you're taking out big players from that fund choice, things like oil there'd be i think there are even things like nike and stuff like that where they use like sweatshops for their manufacturing processes that would probably not be included in an ethical fund yeah i do agree i think it would take a little bit more work from the individual investor to really have a bit of a dig and see instead of just looking at the top 10 funds that are linked in, into this one index fund to have a look more deeply at what companies are involved you then might have to look at the practices that they, those companies kind of go with like tom said for an example sweatshops and design um making either clothes or shoes or fashion or something are you happy with them outsourcing labor to other countries where workers might not be paid a fair wage if that if you're not happy with that you might want to screen that out if you are then then you can keep it in uh, so it's a deeply kind of personal choice that you make um because a if you are thinking ethic to invest ethically, it needs to align with the values that you hold, which are very personal to you. It, it can take a little bit more time. So it's not as much of a set and forget kind of strategy as we've spoken about before. Yes, it, it's almost anti-index fund in a way. Not entirely. There are still large portions of the market that you can index without having to pick unethical funds. But uh, yeah, I think you do. There, There is a balance somewhere. There's a fine line between stock picking and a total market index. And I think you do have to be careful where your portfolio lies. But as an investor, you should be assessing your portfolio anyway. So it's kind of if you do end up picking a bad fund, that's kind of on you in the same way that picking a good fund should be as well. Yeah, I agree. I think there's um, a certain amount of choice that the, obviously the investor has. Um, I then I wouldn't kind of advocate checking um, on a weekly basis. Uh, I think we've discussed before that we probably check our funds maybe once or twice a year, uh, come reshuffle time if needed, um, unless you're using a fund that reshuffles itself um, and that kind of negates the need to check. But if you are kind of keen on ethical investing and you're unsure of what companies might drop off the index might be added to the index you might be a little bit more aware of what's coming in and what's going out so then you might be more prompted to kind of check your funds more often which then you could kind of get twitchy feet if it does go down um as well you might kind of be then uh, more likely you know you might be more likely to kind of play a bit too much with the fund and kind of second guess yourself I think this brings me kind of neatly onto my second main point of this debate is that I do feel like ethical funds are preying on a trend at the moment, which is that people are becoming more climate conscious. They're becoming more aware of the environment. And I think by 
luring people into these ethical funds may be a good way of getting new people into the markets. You know, I think it's going to appeal to a lot of these particularly young people who are perhaps more conscious of this sort of thing. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's inherently a bad idea, but I am a little bit cautious that this may be a growing fad. Agreed. Yeah, we do need a bit a bit of caution when you look at funds. I think it's it's very important for people to look at a the fees that you're charged, um, whether they're ongoing or they're upfront or they're selling fees or something. Um, and I think you're right. People might think that actually, well, investing is a good idea. Oh, I like like let's chuck all our money to this ethics fund. Not read it. Read the fine print particularly carefully, and then. You'll end up kind of in a fund that will need to return in excess of 10% before you make anything, um, which can be very dangerous. I mean, we all know that fees are um, really detrimental to wealth building. So, building. So, I do agree, Tom, that's a very important point and one that actually should be kind of considered throughout the investment journey. Yeah. And if you look at general examples of cheap index funds, the expenses are about 0.5% per year of the total amount invested. Whereas some of these ethical funds are creeping much closer to that 1% mark, which is, if you think your total average returns are going to be like 7%, 1% is a colossal amount. You know, it's going to be more than double what a, a standard Vanguard index fund would be at about like 0.37% total. Yeah, I do agree. I've just had a quick look at the Vanguard Social Index Fund or the VFTSX. Um, the expense ratio for that is 0.18%. I mean, there would be other funds as well with other providers that might may charge an awful lot more than that. Um, and you're right, Tom, if, if you are kind of paying these extra fees that you're not aware of, the performance is going to have to be much better for you to return the same amount. So it kind of brings us back to the question of whether your your values and what you'd like to invest in, if you do want to take an ethical stance to it, is it a worth it from a monetary sense and are you prepared to kind of pay a little bit more in fees to be able to say well, actually all my money's invested ethically i personally am okay with that and i'm okay to pay the additional fee i think it's definitely something that we need to watch for because most kind of investment companies are there to make money as well as provide a financial service yeah i totally agree my biggest peeve with environmentalism isn't the core principle itself it's the fact that a lot of the cost a lot of the pressure is put onto us as the consumer whereas you look at the the sort of main contributors to these environmental issues are the large corporations yes the large corporations which we are invested in but i i just don't like the way that by choosing to be ethical you have to spend more money to do so you know you have to buy like a new electric car you have to buy um like organic meats you have to buy these more expensive index funds it's all part of the same thing trying to charge you to make you to, to make you feel good about yourself to make you feel as though you're making a difference yeah agreed i mean being charged to make the eco choice is not not a new thing um there's always going to be new new products and services that claim they're more eco-friendly than the, the other service or product you used to have which is a little bit of a spin on the marketing and the kind of more green world we're we're kind of working towards i do think you need to be very careful with that i've also thought a little bit about whether using a green index fund there's going to be fewer of them available than kind of more traditional funds and 
is there going to be the history, the performance return history? Are we going to be able to see decades or centuries of that as we can more traditional funds? Um, or are we, are we going to kind of base our base our judgments on what to invest in on a more narrow kind of time frame, which would make it a little bit more of a guilt-led punt because you feel like you should be doing something uh, to support the environment, to support climate change, because it's all over the media and the news currently. You could feel a bit happier with your with with life in general if you're investing your money in an ethical way. It's it's got a green banner on it. It's eco friendly, but are we taking more of a punt with that because we can't see the history of the performance? And obviously, we know that past performance is no indicator. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, no kind of indicator for um, future performance. But are we going to be kind of taking a bit more of a gamble on that and perhaps picking the smaller, smaller kind of funds, a smaller range of choices to be able to meet those targets we have? Yeah, I, I think it, it's a very, it's a very careful consideration that people need to have. Just because you're investing in sustainability doesn't make your investment sustainable. And I think it's a very, it's a key definition. It's a, it's a key distinction to make between the, the two. But you can look at that both ways. That if a company is sustainable, is it more likely to be here in the future because of the way it operates, and people are more inclined to agree with that sort of thing. You know, there are quite a lot of companies that if they do something untoward in the media, then people will will stop dealing with that company. Uh, I know that Nike, uh, I mentioned them earlier, but they have received quite a lot of criticism in the past about um, their manufacturing processes, which led to Adidas, who don't follow the same principles in terms of manufacturing. It sort of boosted their popularity. Um, and I think it's an example of companies that are unsustainable may have a detrimental impact to themselves in, in, in market performance. Yeah, I agree. I think there's, there's the old saying that there's always a bear market somewhere. Um, so some companies can become infinitely more popular overnight due to whatever credentials they have, um, especially if they're ethical and kind of eco-friendly, which means a lot of people will use that as a comparison. Like Thomas said, he's compared two sports brands, but that can that comparison can take place on a global level with load like any number of different industries. So if something becomes more popular, it would mean another industry or service would become less popular due to the swing of people changing money from one place to another place. I think that's something we need to kind of watch for um, in the long term and could f perhaps form part of your six monthly or annual review. I also would kind of think about would it take up too much of your time if you have specifically chosen um, particular companies to invest in but made sure those are part of an index fund are you then going to have to listen to the the kind of corporate news from those companies if they're going to make ethical choices if they've slacked a little bit on what they said they were going to do and what they're doing in reality are those things different so are you going to think, well, I used to be invested in company A, but now I prefer company B because company A aren't doing what they said they were going to do. So I might take some money out of that and put it in this one. Um, you might be then into the realms of trying to time the market. So I don't know, is that something you'd consider, Tom? Is, is that kind of a hypothetical future or a reality? No, I think it's a very good point. I think you have to be particularly careful with these sorts of things. You know, one of my aims with investing is to remove the decision process from it, which is why I try and keep it 
as automatic as possible. And by doing these sorts of things, by making these sorts of choices, you are going to be introducing decision-making in some form, even if you don't think you are, just by selecting a fund which is more selective, then you are making a decision in itself. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's very important to aid your research kind of beforehand. I have personally, I've had a look at uh, the Morningstar website. It's widely used by investors. They have sustainability ratings. So you can have a look um, and see what's been given a particular sustainability rating. You can also do your own kind of searching into socially responsible investing. There are specific investment companies, not naming any, that just work in ethical ways due to the demand for that. Um, it's kind of become its own investment sector. So there are specific companies that only invest your money ethically. They take a very hands-on, active approach to it. So they're more likely to sit with you, discuss kind of your values, what you'd like to get from it. Um, They'd obviously charge their fees again. So we'd need to make sure that actually what you're paying for and what you're getting is that good value to you with your investment portfolio or would it be better off using an index fund as as both Tom and I have, have spoken about before and would it would be our preference? Yeah, I think index funds suit me because I don't have to do any work for them. And I think it's it's a good approach to take that over 20, 30 years of investing. I could just let it sit there. I don't have to worry about it because it's a total market index fund and I don't have to worry about companies becoming more or less sustainable or things changing for the worse or better because I know that overall is going to continue going up. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of of kind of the index fund as well. I mean, the company that manages it for you, i.e. Vanguard, but other companies are available. They will do the work for you. So they'll they'll invest your money in a particular index of companies throughout, say, a 30-year time period. Some companies will be added to that index. Other companies will be removed. Um, and it's a very, like you say, it's a very hands-off process. It's a very much put some money in, you leave it there. Um, it does its thing over time and compounding has its effect, which is ultimately why I've chosen to use an index fund. Um, I like the idea of the kind of set and forget thing. I've too busy in life to be able to read kind of business columns and monetary reports for companies to do all of that. Um, I've got too many other things to do. So the index fund works really well for me. Is there anything else, Tom, do you think that you'd like to add or anything you think we've missed? I think we've managed to cover everything that I wanted to say, but I would just reiterate my point that I don't want to take an anti-ethical um, approach. I just I want to ensure that I'm not going to make any mistakes by including extra decisions in my investing. So I think you know if you want to be careful about this sort of thing, you're more than welcome to be and there's lots of funds out there to help you uh, but i would just be careful that people may be preying on your willingness to help your willingness to to sort of do something about the situation yeah agreed i think uh, there are certain companies got people out there that would like to make money more money from it so if you do the ethical green thing that's all good we can help you do it but they'll charge you an extra two percent or something which as we know is really detrimental to kind of um building wealth over a long period of time it can make a massive massive difference especially when you're saving and investing for a, a particular time frame it can make a big difference to kind of the your final number that you have or when you reach financial independence and i think that it's something that is certainly going to become 
more of a more of a consideration for people that that do choose to invest, especially with the current millennial generation, which Tom and I both are. I think it's that people will choose kind of investments based on their their values as well. So I think it's not not an aspect of investing that's going to disappear anytime soon. If anything, I think it will become more pronounced over the next couple of decades. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. I think that this sort of approach is only going to grow. Perhaps we could do some kind of experiment or something. We'll both put £100 in. Um, one of us can choose a traditional fund. One of us can choose purely socially responsible fund. Uh, we'll come back to it in five years and look at the results. That's an interesting approach. Yeah, I like that. It's a good test. Um, I'd probably bet on the total market one beating it, but uh, yeah, it would be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have no idea. It's just a bit of a, a fun way to see what happens. Maybe maybe that's something we'll do. I think Tom and I will have a chat about that, probably off uh, a podcast episode. And if we do decide to bring it back, we'll uh, let you guys know and we'll keep you posted with who makes what and what the best decision would have been. But that's hindsight and in investing. Um, if we had that ability, we'd all be uh, filthy rich. Yeah, I totally agree. I wish I could see a uh, future like that. Well, I think we've just about covered everything that we wanted to talk about. Agreed. Uh, I hope that we've informed some of your decision-making before you make it in regards to ethical investing. And I certainly hope we haven't put you off doing something that you wanted to do. No, I hope not either. I hope we've added added some value and given kind of information and food for thought, not uh, kind of stepped you back in your investing journey. If you do have any any points, any questions, or anything you disagree with about things we've said, because we can always learn from other people, chuck a comment below, or there is an email address down there as well. Feel free to send either Tom or I. We'll, we'll both get it an email, and we'll come back to you. Yeah, I'd be very interested in seeing everyone's thoughts on this. There's going to be a lot of back and forth on this sort of thing. Yeah, agreed. Uh, anything anything you uh, would like to co- like us to cover in a future episode, or um, anything you, you agree or disagree with, any points you have, uh, or any personal choices you've made in terms of ethical investing, um, put a comment down below or send us an email, and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. So I think that's ethical investing from a Financial Independence UK kind of lens uh, wrapped up. Tom, do you have anything else to add? Nope, I think we've got everything that I wanted to talk about. Wonderful. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Financial Independence UK podcast. We hope you found it useful. If you have any questions or ideas for us, feel free to email at fi.ukpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.